Chris has sucky audio this podcast, and Chris just sucks too. Sorry about it. Okay, uh, welcome. I think this is episode um, 14, and we got some new people coming on in here. I'm Chris. I'm kind of a mess right now. I've been, uh, I just started working again. It's 2020. God, is it 2020? Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? All right. Uh, basically, I, I usually just go around the room if you want to say, like, your favorite color, if you want to, like, your greatest fear or any medications you're taking right now. Um, <laughs> let's start with, we got Aaron Shack. Whoa. Hello. Favorite illness. Uh, I'm going to go with... Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, I can't really say Corona. That's a little too on point. Uh, uh, SARS was very popular a few years ago. SARS was hip. SARS, uh, the town. I'm going to go with just like a, a cough. A cough. A white cough. <laughs> a classic cough. <laughs> some rhinovirus, you know, something like that. What about swine flu? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Swine flu was pretty uh, out there. That was, swine flu was, that, was it, that peaked with like whatever yeah, that Black Mirror show flu? was. Or Mad Cow. Yeah. You go with Mad that Cow. That was like a thing. Those were like concerns, right? When was yeah, Swine got... Flu? I want to say it was like 2010, right? I was a kid, yeah. yeah. I remember being high school for me. And then uh, Bird Flu. Oh, Bird, bird Flu. flu. I don't remember about that. that one. I remember Bird Flu. You don't remember flu. Bird Flu? I don't remember Bird Flu. Was that real or? Yeah. <laughs> no. just okay. I remember hoax. kids just at school a point at a pigeon. Were harmed in the making so, of we got those flu. fake viruses too. <laughs> I'm just surprised it's not like a specific <laughs> bird. We just make up for fun. We got Andrew, acting relic, right here. Hey, my favorite color is red, and my biggest fear is the deep, dark ocean. Oh, oh my god. Katie. My name is Katie, and I think my favorite illness is probably uh, thyroid disease. I have that. Good one. So I can, you know. Oh. You can see it in Katie's eyes. <laughs> <laughs> you, you got so sincere. You got so heavy for a second. <laughs> yeah. Too real. Joey boy, coming back. Hi, uh, I'm Joey. Uh, I'm real keen on pepperoni and mushroom pizza lately. Just loving that. Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, biggest fear. Other than just giant things in the ocean, just, just now. It's just, it's just boring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wait, wait, it sounds like everybody's kind of afraid of the things in the deep ocean. Like, what, what do you think's triggered that fear? What, what traumatized us as kids? Because that, that is one of my biggest fears, being out in the open ocean. I mean, it's, I feel like it's part of, uh, we don't know what's down there, part of the unknown. You think yeah. it's just mm-hmm. human instinct like this? Yeah. Fear of the unknown and not knowing how mm-hmm. deep it goes and what could be down there. Even just, mm-hmm. even deep water in general, if you're floating on top and you look downward, and you can't see the bottom of something, your mind will play with what could be potentially down there. Yeah, Yeah. especially with all the fiction and like prehistoric stuff and things like Mm -hmm. that. Gives you an idea Mm -hmm. of like, oh, this could be alive down there. Well, I feel Mm -hmm. like it's also too true. Like, I'm no expert or anything, you know, but also like, you're now you an know, expert in uh, no, I'm I not, disagree. I'm not. <laughs> Life. I'm not. I'm not. But uh, I feel like, you know, it's kind of like a fight or flight kind of thing. You know, like if I'm going up against somebody who's also five foot one in my size, I think, oh, I could probably take them. If I'm going up against somebody who's like six foot seven and built like a fucking Tonka truck, I'm probably <laughs> going to lose and run away. What I don't if know they're what's... four two? 
And they're a Wait, Tonka hold trunk. On. We're talking about a, a fish. Someone who's six foot seven. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that if there's something down there and I don't know what I'm up against, I don't know if I can defeat it or not, you know? You're also out of your element. Uh, <laughs> I think, I think uh, <laughs> you got to wrestle sharks and stuff. <laughs> People breathe a lot during fights, I think. And like, yeah. <laughs> well, you would hope. A huge disadvantage. Yeah. I'm going to lose right at the I beginning. I used to have <laughs> All the time of giant sharks. I used to love sharks. They got really into Jaws. And I would have different dreams of giant sharks flying, floating out of out of the ocean. And I'd be in like those McDonald's tunnels that you climb in when you're a little kid and you look out the bubble. And I'm like, <laughs> wow, that's a really big fucking whale shark. Those things were so fun as kids, mm-hmm. but they are nasty, disgusting <laughs> looking at those. with. I adult, didn't realize. Like yeah. Eyes, like, yeah, crested over little yellow adult eyes. Wait, we didn't get... Uh, did Chris introduce himself? Did we find out yeah. his? Oh. Chris did the intro. Oh, He's a mess right now. True. Yeah, I'm like a mess. I love taking my temperature. I am um, full of beans. Uh, what were you? Yeah, Ew. full of beans. What kind of beans? Gross. Uh, I had this canned beef chili over rice. Bunch of beans in there. Ugh. Katie, what was this? What was this react? Hold on a second. Civilization survived zillions of years on beans alone, Katie. You can't just <laughs> eat them. Okay, I yeah, can't. What's just, that about? I can't. You can't just eat them. Look up, I'm gonna look up bean facts, and I'm just gonna make you feel bad. No. <laughs> I'm into lima beans. Beans are beans are disgusting, and the reason why is because they like pop in your mouth, and they're gross, and they don't taste well, and their texture is absolutely deplorable. And I will die on that hill. Sorry. Like beans pop. <laughs> yeah, you know, like they gotta pop. There's a pop Katie, beans texture. have been cultivated by humans for six thousand years. I don't actually give a flying. Yeah, fuck. we've kind of mastered the bean, honestly. You've mastered the bean. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> mastered the bean. Yeah. You've mastered. Yeah, the we've bean. uh. We make coffee out of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. We did that thing. Yeah. Did you see this? Did you hear about this? In Nicaragua, newlyweds uh-huh. are given a bowl of beans for good luck. What kind of beans? Brown beans? And that's just the truth. What a terrible gift. <laughs> it's true. It's I, It's um 10 mind-blowing uh, bean facts. Bean facts. What mm. are the other nine? Really? The Actually? world's largest bean pods grow up to five feet long. Oh, I don't care anymore. Beans are gross. That's that's, that's as tall almost, as you. Yeah, that's that's, <laughs> that's if it's built like a tonka truck. You got one inch on a small large <laughs> bean pod. Come to face to face with a bean pod, and she's in fight or flight. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's smaller than her, so she can take the bean pod. Man, I didn't eat dinner, and those those two shots are really getting to me now. Yeah, what, what was everybody doing right before this? Trying to install the Witcher Three Complete Edition. Dude, hell yeah. I was streaming and I've had two margaritas. Ooh. You were streaming? <laughs> yeah, I saw nice. <laughs> Katie's freezing for me. Right Katie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what were you guys doing? I just had dinner. And we were playing Resident Evil. Right? Mm. Which one? You were the green Man, boys. One Aaron just came hot off of two? a Resident Evil 1 stream. Oh, no, one. one. Just one. Ooh, baby. That's nice. One. Yeah, it's Aaron's um, first time playing in like three years, and it's God. Resident <clears throat> Evil One Remake is like one of my favorite games ever. Oh, mm-hmm. dude, we played Resident Evil Two, the remake. Yeah, we were we were doing some streams, and it was my first time playing that in forever too, and it was so different, <laughs> mm-hmm. but it was great. I want to end up getting all of them again. Mm-hmm. All the remakes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me and Aaron love that game, the remake. Oh, remake yeah. Two. I'm excited for the, phenomenal. the new one that they announced. I think it was it was eight, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah, they have um eight coming out and they have a remake of Resident Evil Four, which I am Yeah, that'll be so, great. So 
I don't know how to feel about it. <laughs> yeah, we got to see more on that one. I didn't know that there was a movie. Oh, yeah. You want to talk about that? The movie? Uh, well, <laughs> something you were telling me that tied to the movie. Oh, yeah. I just I found out that uh, Vendetta was a movie and I was like, mm -hmm. oh, shit. Like, I got to watch this. Blah, blah, blah. But yeah, we're like recreating the hallway scene. So I want to mm -hmm. analyze that movie and I like might do Leon's part if so. So someone asked you to be a part of uh, their film project where they're recreating it. Yeah, it's like highlighting Leon. I think it's the that's hair. cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. But no, <laughs> I didn't I didn't know that they made like a full like CG movie with mm -hmm. all the characters and stuff from the game. So that's why I'm I'm interested cuz I got tired of the actual live action movies like two movies in. Yeah, I think I've only seen Resident Evil 1 and 2 on um the live action thing. I've never seen any of the CG ones. Anyway, you guys? The CG ones are cool. They've done like 3 now, I think. Wait, really? Yeah, they're good. Yeah, they got multiples, yeah. What? Yeah. I didn't even know and that. They got like the whole cast, like everybody eventually bumps into each other at some point. I'm going to have to And then to of take course now they have a Netflix show, right? With Leon and, yeah, and yeah. Claire. There's a show, yeah. right? There's a show coming out? Yeah, coming to Netflix and Amazon or what? not Amazon. A animated Amazon. Leon and Claire show. Like like hmm. 3D models or or like 2D yeah, animated 3D models. Oh, okay. Yeah. Huh. And then the other one's supposed to be about the Wesker kids. Uh, oh, yeah, he had a son, that right? That live action. <laughs> yeah, he had a little smooth-skinned son. Yeah, <laughs> he had a little uh, evil-looking uh, little spawn boy. <laughs> Didn't everybody hate him? Mm -hmm. And he got to play Sherry again, which was cool. Mm -hmm. So, Katie, you started playing World of Warcraft, right? I did. I did and you met playing. a boy? <laughs> I you did. met a boy on World of Warcraft? I did. Um, yeah. Can you please tell that start to finish? That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, did you okay, meet him at so the Scourge? The Scar? I don't even know what that is yet. I played for like okay. three hours, maybe. Addicted. And yeah, I'm addicted, bros. <laughs> so what happened is uh, I finally finished the tutorial and I was finally able to get into like the regular game and get everything up and moving. And, uh, oh, level 25. No. Don't insult her like this. But all of a sudden I was just like running and I was being dumb and stupid and I was spinning around like an idiot. And all of a sudden there was somebody who was running by and I was like, hey, do you like my dance moves? Like you can like PM you somebody. You said this to somebody. I did. Mm -hmm. You just PM'd a random person? Yeah, why not? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Is your and, character uh, pink? Uh, no, actually. Um, so oh. she has red hair. She has green emerald eyes. She has very pale skin. And I named her Jolene Jolene. <laughs> <laughs> Two first Jolene. names. Two first names. Jolene. I couldn't name her Jolene, 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 because you can't. It was too long. But. Wait a minute. Oh, it was too long. So you picked up the first guy that you met on World of Warcraft? You're supposed you to shop around. <laughs> you um, shop around the men. <laughs> to be the fair, first, Joe, wait, wait. you haven't heard how good this guy is at the game. Yeah. Oh. And, Andrew, yeah, Andrew knows. Dude. Mm-hmm. Mm. Gave you some coin. He's a crystal um, shimmer. So he's been playing the game since it first came out. Uh, he's 40. And... Uh, <laughs> Hold on. You met this guy, then you found You're the baby. You're fucking right? with us. 
<laughs> no, I'm not uh-huh. fucking with you. No, I found the baby first because that was in the tutorial. Oh, there was a, that was an omen of things to come. Yeah, found a baby. Oh, oh yeah. Is mess, this a romantic right? meeting or is this just like, hey, I made a friend? Uh, no, Joey, we got married. Yeah, this year they went on a date. I saw them. Insane. We went on a date. Well, the tell- uh, okay, a so Warcraft you pe- date or, or like a no. War- you <laughs> danced in this man's face and then said, mm-hmm. "PM him, do you like my dance?" I mean, I asked him if he liked my dance, and he said it was really great. And then he... Uh, it's really, it's a really great dance. Showed really great. me... Mm. He showed me all of the things, because, uh, like, in World of Warcraft, like, I'm still learning, but he showed me all of the stuff that you can, like, mount, right? That you can, like, oh. ride on. So oh. it he turns out he had, like... A suggestive. Mounts. Yeah. He showed Andrew me Andrew has mount, a little but... Cheshire cat smile on right now. And he's <laughs> and getting red. Depending on which mounts he had, he may have paid, uh, because some of them might be the premium mounts that cost, like, 40 bucks to get. Anything that's mm, half a bird, don't mount. believe him. Uh, Logan said you can ride a sperm in the game. No. That's why it was like an Easter, uh, limited edition Easter mount. Oh my god. No. No. <laughs> no. Are you in love with this man? I think so, Joey. Well, then what happened? Then what happened? So he set up like, uh, he put a picnic basket after he showed me uh, all the stuff and he set up a picnic basket and we just started chatting and I asked him, I said, okay, so like, what do you do for work? And he told me that he works for his family business and that he's been playing the game since it first came out and we just like got to like know each other, you know? Uh, And then after that, he set up a little like bench and we sat on the bench next to each other and continued to talk for a little bit. Mm-hmm. What do you think Maybe. of the movie? And you, really got to, and you really got to know him? Yeah, I really got to know him. Okay, um, and what was his name? Uh, I don't remember. <laughs> you don't remember his first name? He never told me his first name. I didn't ask. Wait, you only know his handle? I don't even remember that. No, Mystery the only people man. who actually remember his name are the people that she was telling proxy-wise who was on the date, who are better listeners than Katie is. Yeah. So this was a blind <laughs> date, one-off like type of thing? You just um, log a- into Warcraft and you go seduce all these people? <laughs> Does it surprise you? <laughs> <laughs> I guess. I guess. No, it doesn't. I've seen you play Dead by Daylight. Why does everybody yeah. think I'm such a fucking whore? Yeah, well, Katie, um, well, Katie built her gaming computer and she was, she was originally going to build it for Sims and streaming makeup stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And... I've never seen someone get addicted to a game. Like she, and then she picked up Dead by Daylight. Boom, she was gone. She was <laughs> gone. She was a gamer. Like, I haven't Over- seen her Overwatch in years. Overwatch was one <laughs> thing because she found her character that she likes and she still consistently plays. But Dead by Daylight was one of those things where she got into it so hard that she bought me the game just so that I could play with her. <laughs> One time. <laughs> well, I don't know about the the Overwatch thing because um, what, what's it called? Okay, so uh, Katie immediately picked Sombra, and then she also uh, had a liking for Diva. And Jared was like, "Man, oh, look at Katie getting all over like the different uh, gameplay styles, Sombra and Diva." And I was like, "Or she just picked the two pink characters." And Jared was like, oh, okay. The simpler <laughs> answer. The simpler um, answer. Sombra's, like, purple, so I like to mix it up a little bit, okay? Oh, that's that's fair. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> but it's true. I don't, I feel like I've been, like, really called out. Thank you. Well, we're just paying attention. Mm-hmm. What games has everyone your, been, uh... Your first name. 
been sticking to these days? Uh, Dead by Daylight, and I flirt with the killers. You see yeah, what Katie's we mean? Stream, Do you see what Katie's we mean? last stream was called Simp Saturday. Um, <laughs> that was today's stream, yeah. And what, did, what did you What did you say? Dip it in Huntress or something? <laughs> I wish. No. Um, I said Simp Saturday uh, slug for Huntress. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and that's to that's to draw people in, right? Some Saturday. Yeah, mm. of mm. course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can go in a clockwise motion. What's everybody? What's everybody playing? I'm on that Marvel's Avengers like crazy. Dude. Oh yeah, that just came out, right? Yeah, yeah. What are you playing? And, on? Uh, I, I'm on PS4 and PC. Yeah. You'll have to add me later for PlayStation. Okay, yeah, I can add you. Yeah. You run around with the little heroes and stuff. <laughs> yeah, we run around with the heroes. They just delayed like the next hero to like maybe December or next year, maybe. Kate Bishop. Was yeah, yeah. They had to push it back. They Aww. they put out like a release that they're just struggling, like fixing bugs and just getting the game working. You know, keeping everything stabilized because it's a live service game, and they're they're struggling like pretty much every other live service game is. When you get to the end game, there's like the content is very repetitive. Yeah. Mm. And then mm-hmm. you have the big hands lady that you have to go through. Yeah, you got the big before hands, you, Kamala. You can play yeah. any of that. She has big hands. With Kamala. Yeah. Story. What mode. do you play, mm-hmm. like, little Peace Walker-esque missions as heroes and stuff? Is that what the main game is? Yeah, pretty much. Well, yeah. there's a storyline. Yeah, okay. yeah, there's a storyline, then there's, you know, different modes, you know, different things you can go into. Hmm. Different objectives, difficulties, it's, it's gear that you collect. Like that game, I, I can't remember the game, the name of it. It failed, though, but... Anthem? Anthem, Anthem yeah. <laughs> but I'm gonna connect this Destiny, game kind of... Division, uh, all those. Yeah, it, it makes me think you know? of, like, Destiny, but, like, the very beginning of Destiny. Mm-hmm. People were excited for Anthem, right? Mm-hmm. They were. Uh... People were interested in Anthem. I think it was yeah. the seeing Bioware make a new game that wasn't in any of their pre-existing universes and stuff like that was what drew people in. Hmm. What game are you playing? Me? Katie? No, Katie oh. already said uh, Dead yeah. by Daylight, World World of Warcraft, The Sim mm-hmm. Saturday. Oh, okay, okay. So you're kind of... Talking, you're talking to me right now. Baby. The game oh, of uh, um, manipulating men. Uh... <laughs> <sighs> yes, Kay, when Kay, me and Katie were private chatting. She was rubbing her hands together and she said, I'm going to squeeze every cent from his brain. Okay, hold on. First of all, hold on. Andrew, and I'm going to call Andrew out right now. And he, oh, I think really? he knows exactly what I'm going to say. Andrew I was like, I think I know what you're going to say. You know exactly. and, I, and the thing is, you, I said it because I'm it. right. Yes, Andrew, you can absolutely explain. Go on. I am totally fine with you explaining. So what I said to Katie was that if this guy on WoW has been playing the game since launch, has basically every mount in the game, some of them possibly the premium mounts, this guy's got a lot of gold. So you need to play him like a damn fiddle and walk away with as much gold as you can to start your empire here. Because you can get a decent amount if you know how to play your cards correctly. I want you to make a how-to video on on Katie, how 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 to get the most out of this guy yeah, Katie was doing this on World of shimmy. Warcraft. Because the way you said that was so perfect. Um... Andrew basically mm. said, in for lesser uh, of terms, um, suck him dry for his money. Lesser of terms, even. Mm-hmm. Someone would say this. Yes. <laughs> here's the thing. I've, I've never gone the full extreme in MMOs with this, but I've definitely dabbled in the playing with people's heartstrings and trying to see how much money I can get out of it. I definitely Runescape. did it back in RuneScape days. Mm-hmm. Has any of you ever <laughs> pretended to be a girl on a game? Because, well, the perfect thing was that... <laughs> 
um, there was a time in RuneScape's uh, history where they released an update to the way that you could customize your character in terms of color palette. They made a fatal flaw, though, because they put in an expanded color palette other than just standard issue red, white, blue kind of stuff. Um, they added different shades in, and one of them happened to be very close to the player's skin tone. Flesh tone. <laughs> so oh. what you had oh, happen no. was people figured out, oh, if you combine the flesh tone color with these outfits, suddenly you're walking around with no clothes on. Oh. Yeah. So this, this became okay. a thing so much so that I never went to it, but there was a rally that was held in game that was a run from one city to another, but you had to have the no clothes option on. A rally? Yeah, yeah. I think it was like, like a streak. couple thousand players got together and just did it. Yeah. They do that in Seattle called the Naked Bike Ride. <laughs> How fun. Those poor seats. <laughs> See, what you have to do mm -hmm. is you have to be in the game, and if you need something or want something, you just have to go, <clears throat> Um, hi, um, I'm like really new to this game, and I haven't really played before, so I was just wondering, um, there's this really Can we cool shut this down? I hate this. Let's shut this down. Um, Your oh voice is cracking. And it's like, I it's already this. pretty high. Shut this down. Shut this down. <laughs> What's going on, Katie? Get that bread, get that head, then leave. Then leave. Yeah, let's cut that out. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, cut uh, the head right off that. <laughs> yeah, cut Fight or flight. I want you to picture that story as a snake, and it just got its head cut off. <laughs> <laughs> it's trying to slither it back to its house. Excuse me, um, um, I just really need, like, some coins to eat. <laughs> Ooh, um, I just need a little bit more left to go, and then mm. I have everything I need. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I actually have one on my list, Chris, that I was wanted to ask you and oh, yeah, Aaron. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-oh. I wanted to ask both of you, what got you into making content online, either in terms of video making or um, streaming, and what was one of your first things that you produced? You're asking me and Chris? Uh, no, uh, it was directed at Chris and Aaron, but everybody, mm -hmm. I want to hear your answers to this. Oh, okay. Yeah, Aaron, why don't you start? Oh, man. Uh, let's see. I I think I started uh, back in 2014. I'd streamed just direct from the Xbox. That was the first time I had like access to the the type of streaming stuff because like everything was expensive, man. Like point the camera at the TV and like stream that way. That was expensive. Wow. Or mm -hmm. having the AV cables to like plug up to the computer with all the weird capture cards and stuff like that. It took me a while. It took took maybe two or three years before I bought a capture card. Yeah. And then went from there. I remember watching playthroughs of people who would film their TV like that with a camera yeah. sitting on the table. <laughs> and, then, and then you it, see like the flickering CRT. <laughs> yeah, you would. <laughs> or if they had like a little light that cycled through the screen. So what made you actually want to start doing that? I don't know. I think I always like even at home, like with family or friends or whatever, we'd always be like, oh, come check out this part of this game. This is really cool. Watch me beat this boss or whatever it was. So it was like kind of like we've always been streaming. We've always been doing some sort of content where we were kind of like, look at what we're doing. You know, look, look at me, entertain you, whatever it is. So it's the entertainer thing, mm. I think, mm. just being an overall entertainer. 
Okay, and uh, um, wow, if, I think if I go all the way, way, way back, I don't even mm. know what year this would be. This would be middle school era me, and um, somebody showed me a channel called, I still remember it, uh, Psychedelic Snake. And he would just do Let's Plays and stuff, but he was very loud and very energetic, and he, he had a great way of telling stories. Um, I would I would do that, and I think that was cool. I would watch somebody called 666 The Heartless 666. Uh, and he actually had the uh, camcorder on the table kind of thing. And he was playing like Silent Hills and stuff <laughs> like that. Oh, cool. Wow. And then listening to, when, once I started working and listening to um, Mega64 podcast, actually, because they already had like quite a backlog. I think they were, at the time, I think they were up to like episode 100 or something. But dude, they're like 17, 18 in those first episodes. And I was like, that would be cool to just highlight you know, who my friends are, where my life is at, like, at this moment in time and stuff, or, like, what games I'm playing, what, this, that, and the other thing, and uh, just have that as, like, a memory bank. That would be really cool. And I think that's what really kicked it off. And then and then um, I'd be lying if I said Game Grumps didn't influence me at all. Just, you know, like, seeing people just start up and, like, do this in a very professional manner, I think was very inspiring. And I just it was like, fuck it, I want to do this. And I think that's where I came from. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm. Andrew, what about you? So I actually, I pulled open my, my YouTube as well just to check the date. And I started in, I started putting out videos in 2014 is when I started as well. Wow. Well, we all started. Then. <laughs> Basically, <Everybody's> yeah. 2014. <laughs> Good year. Yeah, pretty decent year, actually. So I started with the... I obviously got inspired by various other things that I was watching at the time, uh, mainly Rooster Teeth people and Two Best Friends stuff at the time. And then I started by actually getting a capture card and getting it onto my Xbox 360. The first thing I produced with it was... Oh, boy. <laughs> this was my grade 12 English writer's craft quest, and I made a Minecraft narration, <laughs> or not even narration, um, a narrative video. Like, I came up with a little storyline with a couple of my friends. Uh, we shot it over, I think, a day and recorded voices while doing the gameplay of stuff, so... <laughs> We had multiple, like, oh, two wow. Xboxes set up. I was capturing footage and just sort of floating above everybody, and they were just running along on a track, and we had a script going for it and all this stuff. <laughs> so, professional, wow. right I, put this, I put this thing yeah. all together, uh, cut it in uh, Windows Movie Maker, because that's all I had at the time. I didn't have access <laughs> yeah, to anything better. Windows Movie Maker what also. Yeah. <laughs> and then we edited it together, and it was just like, yeah, this is pretty good. Not knowing that I would then have to get up in front of my entire school and show it to everybody in the auditorium oh my uh, God. in front of everybody because I got picked oh as one of the better pieces of writer, writer's craft. <laughs> and I oh. distinctly remember the time that I went up after a segment of it had played and said, yeah, check it out. It's uh, this channel name uh, and go subscribe and said that with a cold <laughs> smile on my face that no like wholeheartedly asked the entirety of my school to go <laughs> subscribe to my YouTube channel. Oh, oh man. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome oh my gosh 
Oh, um, I remember doing a school project in Gary's mod. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what the project was, but it, it was like it had the Left 4 Dead characters and stuff, and they were um, explaining something. And I remember I got in trouble because um, I said, <laughs> I wish I knew what the project was about, but I was like, I made one of the characters be like, that's pretty bitchin'. And I got in trouble. <laughs> You um, said that? Yeah, I said bitchin', and uh, the teacher went, oh. <laughs> That's not a bad word. Bitchin'? Fuck off. You added an I-N. Yeah. Yikes. Something that also made me want to uh, start with this was uh, my interest in editing. I thought editing was uh, super cool, and like I always liked videos with like heavy edits like honestly like youtube poops and stuff like that (laughs) it's fucking funny um and i was like man i can never do that and then i was like fuck that no i can and like (laughs) like, i'm just gonna dedicate like a couple hours every day or weekday or something and try to learn how to do this stuff and that was really fun and i also needed footage to edit so that's where um recordings and stuff came from you know what? I did a project on Gary's Mod 2. Did you? <laughs> or yeah, we were in college and I was I was going to make video games and it was like my first semester of college and we did ours on violence in video games and we we compared it to like, you know, those old DVD commercials where they talk about, you know, stealing footage from movies and ripping them to DVDs and like selling them to your friends or giving them away for free and stuff like that. We did it off the theme of those commercials. So it's like, you wouldn't steal a car. You wouldn't do this. <laughs> you wouldn't but you play video bear. games. And, yeah, and it was really cool. And we did it all in Gary's Mod. Hmm. It was just hilarious. Do you remember what the characters were and stuff? Like, did you voice act? It's like... still on YouTube. It's like one of my oldest videos. Is it? Yeah. No way. Yeah, I have that. <laughs> And then we did like a road trip of me and my friend going to Nashville. We did like the whole drive there and the whole trip and Mm. then coming back. Mm -hmm. It was really cool. That was a fun little theme. But that was like outside gaming. When you went to Nashville, did you go to the uh, Bass Pro Shop? No, no. Dude, I want it. That's one of my last things. I want to go to that pro shop. There, okay, oh, for anybody who doesn't know, okay. in Nashville, Tennessee, one of the seven largest pyramids in the world is mm-hmm. a bass pro fishing shop. <laughs> what? I believe I missed that. What are you talking about? It's true. Oh, you've never seen the inside of this thing, Joey? I haven't. It's it's a magical, magical world. It's like one of the wonders of the modern world. It is one of the seven wonders. I've only ever been into one Bass Pro Shop, and I was yeah. I, I accidentally ate edibles that day, and it's it was not a great time. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I want to hear that story really bad. But <laughs> yeah, one of the seven largest pyramids in the world. It's a glass pyramid sitting in the middle of Nashville, Tennessee. It's a Bass Pro fishing shop, and I want you to go look at pictures. Stop what you do. I don't care if you're driving. I want you to look at pictures of this. No, <laughs> no, do not listen to that. No, <laughs> officer, I swear I was looking no. at the Bass Pro fishing shop. The podcast told me to. Do <laughs> <laughs> Joey, you you did edibles by accident, and what? That sounds so. So, so the only experience that I have with a Bass Pro shop, I was living in Colorado <laughs> at the time. And we smoked a little bit as payment, and we got it as payment from someone. Wait, what does that mean? We we watched, like, someone's dog or something, and this person paid us with what they were paid with, which was pot. And we're like, okay, you know, it's Colorado. We'll dude, do whatever. Like pot leaves? <gasps> yeah, dude. And <laughs> so 
I'm watching Bob's Burgers. Everything is fine. I'm high. I get a little hungry and I say I need a snack. They give me chocolate. I find out that the entire candy bar that I just ate was an edible. So I'm high for three days, just like sweating. The next day, they... T- they like whisk me away because I don't know what's going on. We go to a Bass Pro <laughs> shop. I'm there with all these people I don't know. Everyone's wearing woodland camo. I don't get it. And all of a sudden, it just smells so bad. And someone was someone had uh, like a Doberman or some 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 dog. Uh, maybe like a Great Dane. It was big and it had yeah. pointy ears. And it, the entire store. I'm not even kidding when I say the entire store smelled so bad that they kicked him out and we had to go with him too and i ended up leaving with a pair of gloves oh wow wait 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 it wait. was it wait, was so strange the whole store smelled what did it smell like a, a dog or the whole store like like it was a very large load <laughs> like the dog <laughs> Had, you know, he did what he had to do inside the store, right? By all the fishing rods or whatever the fuck was over there. Oh, no. And it was it was very bad. I guess they didn't have windows open or something. And it's a big store, but you couldn't get away from that smell. Does anyone have any embarrassing weed stories? No. I have sort of one. And it it's, a, it's the antithesis of learning your tolerance for stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because I, I don't generally smoke weed at all. I don't think I ever have, aside from just some minor e-cigs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But the first time I actually properly had it was within edible brownies. So I'm all around oh, a yeah. table of adults who are much older than me. I'm with my dad and his friends. They're all reasonably experienced pot smokers and stuff like that. And they've been at this game for a hell of a lot longer than I have. So they know their tolerance for stuff. I hope someone calls me an experienced pot user <laughs> in my future. They got their license. I I have no idea my tolerance. So they say, yeah. eh, with these ones, you might want to take half or a whole. So I'm like, well, I'm going to see what my limits are like. So I'm going to take a whole. Oh, that's so brave with... A new drug. <laughs> so, uh, and I can probably pull up my sketchbook here because I have my sketchbook in front of me just in case, like, hey, you know, I don't know what pot does really to me. I want to see what happens, where the pen takes me, if you will. Um, <laughs> I'll follow the pen's fumes, yes. So the ultimate of this is that partway through the night, I'm like, man, everything feels just so far away. I can't, like, I feel like things are way too far away. It feels weird to me. I don't, I don't understand what's going on. What I don't understand, because I'm so high, is that my glasses have slid down my face and I'm staring at them like this. And my perception of the world has been so far removed from me that I can't readjust my glasses and I just feel uh-huh. that this is my antithesis and this is where I'm trapped. Oh no, you felt trapped. <laughs> a pen? That's pretty new though. When did when was this? The pen? What do you mean? You said you smoked it with a pen, right? You no, said you followed oh, the uh, pen? Yeah, with the sort of the the e-pen or whatever it was mm-hmm. at the time. Um that was the one and only time I smoked. Uh the pen was really I just had my sketch pad and just like a ballpoint pen in front of me just to see what I would draw or write. Oh. Um, most of it like I look at it now and it looks like the writings of a deranged madman because it's just <laughs> me por- processing my internal thoughts out to a page because I couldn't vocally express them. So there's a part where I wrote down please close the door because I couldn't yell out hey close the door because people weren't closing the fucking door. Oh god. <laughs> oh god. 
but oh. I remember my first time ever smoking. Um, my girlfriend at the time and my roommate got to they got like a volcano where if you know what that is, it's it's kind of oh yeah, like a volcano, like a volcano. <laughs> it's a bag, it's, vapor bag. It's a very potent way of smoke. You should not do a volcano your first time. And I just I got I got fucking zonked, dude. I was a different person. What's a volcano? It's a it's it's a way you fix a bag like a huge popcorn bag like this big over um, something that just fills it with smoke and then you pass the bag around and you go God what uh, that is, <laughs> yeah it's, it's filled it's with not hot good. vapors it's a giant it's vapor with fucking, uh, like, essentially and stuff. I got oh so God. anxious. I, I, I just melted into the couch and I got so anxious. And then my girlfriend was like, can you take me home? And I was like, okay. And then I grabbed my keys and then we got to the car and I was like, I'm not driving right now. Fuck this. Oh, shit. <laughs> I remember throwing my keys in my front yard and walking back inside. That's probably not a good idea. <laughs> well, it's a good thing um, that your internal thought process took over and just like, nope, mm-hmm. this is not a good yeah, idea. Nope. Yeah, I literally could have killed someone. Fuck me. <laughs> uh, growing up, my best friend lived on the same block as me, but uh, the other side of the block. So it would take like, uh, like a three minute walk to get to my friend's house. So I remember one of my other first experience of smoking after the whole volcano mishap i smoked at his house at a party and then i remember getting so just like uncomfortable and like oh i don't like feeling like this and whatever so I, I went out the door and i ran home <laughs> because I, I was afraid of him uh seeing me leave and then seeing me down the block so i ran home so he was, <laughs> and then i remember telling him about it and he's like ran home (laughs) (laughs) i just had to get back (laughs) so that story reminded me of uh one of my own chris and it's a it's a phrase that um a couple of my high school friends will badger me with every now and again which has got to be first so what got to be first is is that i think this was this was grade grade 11 of high school my girlfriend and i had mutually decided hey this isn't working out let's break up i'm still friends with this person very nice person but we just mutually decided hey it's not working out let's split it up like this so anyways we did that at a coffee shop mutually decided good shit anyways she gets a ride back with her folks to her house now her house is distinctly farther away from the coffee shop than mine is and i'm just walking so i decided to more or less sprint home the multiple blocks that it would be and internally all i could think was gotta be first gotta be first to change my facebook status to not in a relationship <laughs> otherwise it'll look like you got were there no apps it. yet <laughs> oh no <laughs> in hindsight joey that's a very good point i probably could have done it from my phone but by my <laughs> internal process was i just gotta be first to get home to change my facebook status <laughs> i do remember using facebook on my flip phone and like it had mm-hmm. a very different like layout of uh, it. It wasn't like mobile friendly at all. Like you would scroll no. down. Like mm-hmm. I remember that Messenger wasn't a thing. Yep, dude, I remember having a MySpace. Same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wild. Um, did anyone ever try to hide a hickey from their parents? Oh yeah. Never hide. Never hide. <laughs> what does Never that mean? Hide. What Never does that hide. Mean? <laughs> your brain. Your brain just thought to say that to me. Um. Immediately, like immediately when I said that. So what, what does that mean? Never hide. I never. I never hit it. You know. They knew who it was from. I had long hair, so half the time it would it would cover it. I was good. 
If anything, I, I was the one that'd be in trouble when I went to my girlfriend's house. I know both your parents, and that checks out. <laughs> yep, my mom would be like, Joel, what the fuck are you doing with that on your neck? You gotta be presentable. My dad yep. would walk in, he'd be like, oh, Joel, you, you, you go and you let a girl do that to you? I'm like, it's okay. <laughs> Dude, no, I remember going to Joey's house and partying with Joey's mom, and that's one of my fondest memories in the entire world. It's yeah, once or twice a year, you know, <laughs> have the little bonfire, Stacy comes out. I just remember playing, like, beer pong with your mom, and I remember being like, wow, this is, like, one of the coolest moms I've ever been my entire life. She's, she's something. She's great. She's a wonderful woman, and I love her. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. And your brother? Oh, uh, uh, such a sweetheart have you seen him recently chris knows all the stories you want to tell some of those stories <laughs> there okay i'll just i'll give a quick one real fast that way that way you guys know what's going on so my mom is cleaning his room and she goes in and she runs out and she comes to me like breathing very heavily <gasps> you 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 wouldn't believe the the fucking shit I had to deal with in there. I'm like, what what do you mean? She's like, so I'm cleaning, right? So I find these little fucking cups, okay? And inside of them, I, I think I think that it's either shampoo or well, I think it's from his dicky. I'm like, what? Little cups hiding them behind his bed so I don't see him. <laughs> He's weird. He's like your father. He's fucking strange. And I'm like, I'm over here just trying to, you know, go about my business. I could have been in the bathroom, you know, sitting on the porcelain throne and she's at the door like, you know, jaw. You wouldn't fucking believe this shit that I have to clean up. I'm like, don't clean it up then. What else? What else did she find in his room? <laughs> <laughs> the list goes on. Oh, no. But I won't do that. <laughs> fucking mom. Oh, come on. Dumb cups. <laughs> Fucking, he sticks his dicky in the cups. Like, Joe, I don't know what he's doing, but he gets it from your father, I swear. (laughs) (laughs) No, there's another thing. There's another thing that your mom found in a... (laughs) Are you talking about, you know, the... In his room. Yeah, yeah, she found found an anal sleeve. He told me he found a, she found a flashlight in your brother's room, and she goes, "Joe, I think it's an asshole." <laughs> yeah, she found a she found a, a an anal sleeve flashlight, <laughs> and uh, just uh, I don't th- I don't think that that's I don't think that that's the girls that, like me. I think that that's a, a, a fucking asshole. <laughs> I love your mom. Your mother is one of my favorite people. Uh, she has oh a dog now, so you know she's busy. An asshole. So, how's uh, how's everyone else's moms? <laughs> Are you okay, Aaron Shack? Yeah, dude, I'm. I haven't laughed like that in ages. <laughs> Did you ever see that? Reminds me of the picture. Did you see the little kid dressed up as Batman? And it says, "When mom finds the piss drawer," and he's just crying. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one of my that. favorite yeah. pictures ever online. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it's it's always like that. Whenever I whenever you come into contact with her, oh my baby, what do you want to eat? You want I made some peanut butter bread? It's so good. Oh, you got anything else? The fuck do you want, huh? Peanut butter bread. Just like it's like fifty fifty. Mm-hmm. 
Let's move on to another subject. Let's get away from that. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. What else you got written in that little notebook, Andrew? Well, I was going to loop back to uh, something that you sort of brought up, Chris, which is the getting in trouble for making videos in school, either university or college or what have you. I don't know if I've ever told the story about basically almost getting arrested for making a YouTube video. What? Uh, oh, what? Ooh. <laughs> what? That sounds like, so, that sounds like Our Andrew almost arrested? <laughs> well, I, that sounds like it's... clickbait. I got arrested for my I video. Got arrested. And then like, yeah. a YouTube yeah, 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 <laughs> thumbnail he's like, like this. He's <laughs> like, intense thumbnail. Behind the bars. Uh-huh. <laughs> orange suit. <laughs> yeah, um, you would put bars. So anyways, uh, this was second year university and I had my digital media teacher and he gave us the objective of we had to create a minute and 30 second silent film about an object in our house. Most people did like cool artsy stuff. I had a friend who did a really cool stop motion one about these just two coffee mugs um, that got into a disagreement and stuff like that. Me being who I am and just the hobbies that I have is just like, I'm going to take my video game controller and turn it into a character and have fun with it. Um, so I wanted to do this sort of, and I, I have it up on now my screen Now you're in the slammer here. for 40 plus years. Uh, going with the, the artsy title of Live What You Play. So there's just idea that Fuck, any, dude! <laughs> Um, I, will, any, I will do it. <laughs> any any action that uh, you do in a video game comes back to affect you in the real world. So I had this thing of like getting just a parry in Dark Souls and you get blood splattered on the controller and um, blocking a whole bunch of hits and you get all these scars and scrapes on the controller. Um, I, I cut my <laughs> controller up with an X-Acto knife and stuff. Um, but the final shot and what got me called in, and I'll explain in a little bit, at the same time, when we were in second year, we were also working on a project where we were working with the local police department in redoing their website. So we got to tour their like office and stuff, and we got to tour a little bit their range, and they let us keep some of their bullet casings. Mm. So being me, and I came up with this idea for, hey, the Xbox controller has those two charges in there for uh, batteries. Oh. So mm -hmm. I fed my two casings in there to look like empty casings after you see me just kill a random person in GTA 5. Mm -hmm. So I do that. That's not what got me called in and anything like that, is that right after that, I took a entire case of blanks that I had borrowed from my dad, but that looked like live ammunition and just put them on the desk and reloaded the two slots and then clicked it back into the controller. <laughs> so I submitted oh, this to my professor. No. And I don't hear back from them for a couple days in terms of my grade. I'm like, man, eh, what's going on? Like, that was pretty good, you know. <laughs> there might be some edits here that look kind of off and odd and stuff. Keep in mind, they're blanks. Like, they can't do anything. But from a visual standpoint, yeah, they look like live rounds. Yeah. Look real. Um, so anyways, I got called into, I think it was my professor, the dean of my program, and then a whole bunch of others. And I sat down with them. And they basically, like, they were very diplomatic about it and they asked me are you okay like 
are you and i was just like i was really confused because it's just like man i just want the marks man i i don't care about any of this like i didn't do anything wrong in my head mm-hmm. um so eventually they <laughs> discovered no it, nothing was wrong those were blanks he didn't do anything wrong what he told me afterwards was that when we were in that meeting in the other room there was a cop positioned in such a way that were i to get violent he would remove me from the room oh so get like a 90 <laughs> <laughs> so oh yeah, that's God. that's the story of how I almost got Wait. basically arrested for making a random YouTube. Okay, so this is so what this was the is great the, uh, Wait, oh, I got <laughs> like an eighty-five. I it was a good score. <laughs> I wanted an A on the test. I got two to the chest. That's that's the moral of the story. <laughs> well, no, the moral Bad is you, is you clear. You basically you go to your professor ahead of time and say, "Hey, I'm doing this. These aren't real rounds. They can't hurt anybody." <laughs> Like it's it's not real. It's all fictional, and you do that ahead of time. It's all not in your just head. create the video and just hand it to them in an in an uploaded URL. Oh God, damn! Yikes! <laughs> yeah. I love sharing recommendations with people, so I was wondering if everybody could go around and share one game, film, or show that they absolutely think everybody should see watch or play mm. Mm. that's a good one just just one consumable piece of media that you can do multiple if see. you wish um okay, like okay. i have a couple written down um especially if it is something that gets overlooked a lot um okay i got a few racked up let's see um, Go for it. a game that i think that everyone should play is either i don't know the first things that come to mind are either journey the mm. indie game or Metal, Metal mm. Gear Solid 3. It's just, it was such an experience. What's the indie game? What? Oh, Journey, the indie game? Okay. Yeah, the I one thought... where you find out that you played with people after the fact. Yeah. There's like eight people or whatever. Great game. Uh, or Metal Gear Solid 3, just because it's a phenomenal ride and story. Mm-hmm. A show that I definitely recommend is, I don't know why, I just really enjoyed watching Raised by Wolves recently. That was uh, Ridley Scott directed that, and he's the guy that did the first uh, Alien. And I just Mm -hmm. like the concept. It's visually really awesome looking, and it also touches on topics of like androids, you know, being more familiar with human emotion and, you know, just how people interact and things like that. And then a movie is probably uh, the Robin Williams movie. What Dreams May Come. Oh, okay. I've never even heard of that. Which a lot of people are like, oh, it's a great one. It takes place, well, I don't want to ruin it, but it's it's one of the ones that I feel like is overlooked, but touches on some really cool topics of like dreaming and death and things like that and letting go. And it, I find it very interesting. Yeah, you were always really into dreams and and just stuff surrounding dreams and symbolism and stuff. It. Oh, yeah. I still <laughs> am. I just bought a pound of Kalea Zakatakiki again. Do you want to tell that story? <laughs> Um, I mean, if, if, if everyone's cool with it, then yeah, sure, I'll talk about it. Yeah. Okay, so so I bought like an ounce of this stuff, and it was called Kalei Zakatakiki. Now, that's uh, a, a, a dream herb similar to African dream root that Mexican shamans would use way back in the day. It tastes horrible. So so bad, you dude. It tastes like fucking even, hot crap. I hate it. I, I can't even <laughs> explain to you. I tried mixing it with Gatorade a, a day or two ago, and it did not do anything to help. I felt nauseous. 
Uh, but it's supposed to increase <laughs> lucidity and uh, the ability to remember the vividness and everything in your dreams. And it does. It does. When you take it a few times and if you go to bed, it, it's more like the right mindset and things like that. But Chris came over one day and we had it all set to smoke. We had it all set to fucking to drink tea. Oh, it was tea. awful both ways. <laughs> As <laughs> it, The smoke is harsh. Uh, when you drink the tea, it's like as soon as it touches your lips, it's instant regret. Because we had like Coke or something, like Coca-Cola, to wash it down as a chaser with like Oreos or something. It was just, and, and we were sitting there waiting like, I wonder when it's going to happen. And I think the excitement killed the whole thing. So yeah, all we did honestly. was drink this horrible juice that night. Juice. It was like, it was water with fucking dirt in it, dude. <laughs> I mean, but so here dead. I am still doing it, you know, I'm probably going to have some tonight. <laughs> You don't do that. I, I think that people should, especially now, you know, this past year with all this free time, depending on where you're at, like looking into all that stuff is so cool, especially like how we were talking about getting into all the creative stuff. It's like you can find some really mm -hmm. interesting stuff just in yeah. the subconscious. Mm hmm. I agree. Aaron, you got your game movie show? Yeah, I got a couple. Yeah, like, well, it, it doesn't have to be a big thing. And it can also change, like, next week. Like, well, yeah, yeah. Aaron, in this current mindset, what would you recommend? First things that come to mind. Yeah, like, like what's a weird The first game thing that shot to my mind was Alan Wake. Like, I think that yeah. that's such an underdog game that just nobody caught on to it. And there's, like, I think there's a bunch of horror fanatics and, like, Stephen King. They're making a sequel. Types and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, they're yeah. working on sequel. So, I mean, that's the biggest news that we heard from uh, completing Control, which Control feels very much in that realm of Alan Wake of, like, freaky, weird, psychological things happening. See, I had no idea that was by the same publisher. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Remedy did that. They did Max Payne. That's crazy. And Control, Quantum Break, which was another interactive, like, time manipulation game, and it had, like, IRL cutscenes that changed depending on how you play the game. You know, you get like a different scene that you would watch in between the episodes hmm. kind of a cinematic type thing like until dawn man but dan heavy rain all that stuff yeah and this other game spelunky i don't think enough people know about spelunky I've the heard rogue of spelunky. game where you where you're like indiana jones type character with a whip and you just go through procedurally generated 2d levels uh -huh. and you huh. just advance through a typical mario type story you know like lava levels there's a jungle level there's you know caves and whatnot different types of enemies bosses weapons all that kind of stuff it's co-op right yeah and it's co-op it's four-player co-op and spelunky 2 just came out like a couple weeks back on ps4 and pc mm. And uh, I, I just go on Twitch and there's like, there's only like 2,000 people streaming it, which isn't much. Yeah. And sometimes wow. even less than that. And I, I just don't know how it hasn't caught fire. Like, it, it seems like it would be a really big popular thing, especially with things like Among Us, that, mm. that was literally a game that was nothing, and then now it's like the biggest game out there. <laughs> Wasn't the, yeah, that's uh, currently at the time of recording. It was like Among 80 concurrent huge. people, I mean, and, then, no. and then it jumped up to like 200,000. The fact that they made a second game, that has to say something, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and Spelunky was actually made by one dude. So yeah. Like it's, 
It's those... one of those games that's just made by one guy with like hand drawn art and stuff in it that that just became a big success. Mm-hmm. And then I think I was talking about this other show earlier. Um, this show was on FX and it was about a U.S. marshal in Kentucky. It was a modern western and it was called Justified. Oh yeah, because because <laughs> we picked up a little tiny pistol and you were like, "Damn, that's like yeah." And I was like, "I know all about the D- the Dillinger pistol." The Dillinger pistol. <laughs> Dillinger? No, Derringer. Derringer. Sorry, yeah. Derringer. Dylan Dallinger. Yeah, Derringer. But yeah, that show was really good. Had really good writing. Has Timothy Oliphant in it from uh, Live Free or Die Hard. He was in Scream 2. Mm. The other show with Drew Barrymore on Netflix about the zombies. I forgot. Zombie show. Yeah, it was a zombie show where she's a zombie and he's the husband. He has to like cover up her like Clarita eating. Oh, or something. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Santa, Santa Clarita, Clarita Diet. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he's, it's like a serious drama. Lots of people come in on that show. It's really good. Yeah. I think that's kind of underrated. Just stuff that I mentioned that like nobody's like, nobody has a clue. Like it never existed. All right, cool. That's all I got for now. Katie, like what shot to mind when Andrew said that? What movie comes to mind for some reason is one of my favorite movies, which is A League of Their Own. Oh, yeah. If anybody has ever seen that. Never saw that. I don't think I know that one. That's a good movie. It's about when men go to war and then the women take over like the industry of like playing baseball. I'm sure you if you haven't seen the movie, you've probably heard the quote. There's no crying in baseball. There's angels in the outfield out here. That's not the same movie. There's angels. There's angels in the same movie. (laughs) I love that. There's like a meme going around where people keep saying the title of the thing that they're in. (laughs) What about Undertale? You played Undertale. Ooh, Undertale's underrated. Undertale. Yeah, I'd, I'd say Undertale. Uh, Undertale was a really good one. You know, Tyler, the creator, like, loves Undertale. <laughs> I remember Does when he? Delta when Deltarune came out, he's like, this is my fucking shit, dude, on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> what shot to my... Uh, let's see. I don't think enough people play the first Nier. I'll die on that hill. Uh, I, 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 I so knew glad. you were going to say, Chris. I, agree, I knew they're, you were going to They're coming the out with a remake. I, I feel weird because uh, anybody who doesn't know about Nier 1, you play... Uh, well, the US version of Near One, you play as a father going on a without spoiling, going on a quest to get his daughter back. And in the Japanese version of the same game, you play as a brother trying to get his sister back. But mm. I feel like oh, I didn't know that. Isn't I, that the premise of Silent Hill One? <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel I feel like the connection between um a father and daughter is like I don't know. I, I just like that for the characters better. But the remake that they're coming out with uh, later next year is it's centered around the brother. Like they're just focusing on the brother. Mm-hmm. But I, I I don't care. As long as people can get to experience the the side characters is really where it's at. Like let's see, near. I think everybody lo- <laughs> knows how much I love Silent Hill Two. But I feel like mm-hmm. the reason why I love Silent Hill Two was it just blindsided me with like, oh whoa, games can be used as like total storytelling really like, piece. Yeah, like it was nothing like I ever played before, and I think that just totally like slapped my ass. <laughs> oh, I mean, now more than ever, Thank I you. feel like it's it's bigger than the movie industry right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, that's a that's a thing Yoko Taro really uh, uh, hones in on when he makes games. The guy who made Nier and Nier Automata and Drakengard and stuff, where games are like the future of storytelling stuff like that. And then you have VR coming out. It's gonna be nuts. Uh VR is 
been amazing lately. I'm just saying. I haven't gotten to mess around with it too much, but Erica booted up her Vive and she was like, oh, check this out. And it was a it was a scale recreation of the town of Silent Hill in Silent Hill 2. It looked like I was walking around in a PS2 game. Ooh. It was fucking cra- It was crazy as fuck. <laughs> there are a lot of games that have like the... I guess the animation style, or just graphically, it looks like that shell shading kind of stuff. Yeah. But I guess because it's Mm -hmm. easier to do, but it's still super immersive. I'm borrowing an Oculus right now, and I played, I think it was like Vader Immortal, and, you know, Mm -hmm. that was like a full, it's three episodes, I played the first one, but even that, it's just like a full another story to add in all these other free options and games and stuff. It's it's pretty cool, all the stuff that you have available. Mm -hmm. To add on that rule of Rose is probably another Ooh. example of oh yeah. something yeah. that could not work as a movie or like a book or anything. It's just perfect with the music and the atmosphere and the setting and everything but the combat in that game is absolutely perfect. But it makes sense that the combat's not good because you're. Oh, yeah, uh, the VR for Silent Hill 2 was really weird because I felt like I was in a place that I've been a thousand times before, but now. I was there and looking around, like turning my head and stuff. It, it was really surreal. Mm-hmm. I was vibrating the whole time. Huh. Just <laughs> getting Erica chills. Erica had to say, calm down, calm down. Yeah. Andrew. Um, yeah, I've got a ooh, laundry list of things that I could do. The one that I've just been putting a lot of time into recently that I think it gets a decent amount of play and people know about it. But I don't often see a lot of people actually pick it up and say, yo, this is really fun and showing it off to other people is Devil May Cry 5. Yes. (laughs) Like, Devil May Cry 5 is so much fun. And I think a lot of people could really enjoy it if they just picked it up and tried it. Because there's just... And just the ramp up of the way Five's story and gameplay works, it's just beautiful. So like I've I've been putting more time into that because of special edition coming out in November. Um, so I got to get my practice on. Oh, they're actually coming out with another edition of it. So DMC Five special comes out in November, and it adds one more character that you can play as. Hmm, Bayonetta. Uh, <laughs> 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 kind of um, a little bit Bayonetta for. Films, I actually have my physical copy here. Um, this is Metropolis by Tezuka, the guy who made Astro Boy. You have footage of Metropolis <laughs> in your Be Right Back, Chris. Um, <laughs> I know. <laughs> while I don't, there are parts of Metropolis's plot that are a little odd to me, and the dub's kind of odd. It is a gorgeous movie that is like beautifully hand drawn. Basically, it's just talking about a future city and what is the difference between a robot and a human, and what is the difference of life and synthetics. Yeah, I've heard of it before, but I never saw oh, it. It's awesome. It's because it's built by Tezuka, the guy who made Astro Boy and then directed by um, one of the masters who made uh, Galaxy Express 999, but then written by the guy who did Akira. I have almost watched Akira twice, (laughs) but I keep stopping myself because I I have friends that I want to watch it with, Yeah, but I've still never seen it. It's on my list. They have the Blu-ray out now. I know. It's on Hulu. It's so uh, easy. Akira's a ride where it's just you watch it and you go, 
I'm completely lost. You watch it like four more times and you're still like, I don't know what's going on. And then you have to read background shit to figure it out. They mm. announced a bunch of Akira stuff. Like, I think it was last year the actual maker announced like really? the sequel. And mm. like, yeah, there was a, an art showcase in downtown LA uh, that was there for about a week or two. Uh, they announced a second series or, or a series in general or something. And then uh, a remaster of the first one. Mm. I don't I think they said that one of those was canceled, hmm. but stuff is happening with it. Because I can't remember, there was the 25th anniversary a couple years back where they re-released it with just updated visuals for the Blu-ray and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. One more that I have, and this can expand uh, people's list if they have other suggestions, is just I was looking at my shelf for, for stuff to bring up for this topic, and I rediscovered my copy of uh, We Stand on Guard by uh, Brian K. Vaughn, who's probably one of my favorite comic book authors ever. If you've never read K. Vaughn's stuff, go read it because he's really fucking good and <laughs> I've heard Saga is one of the best comic book series ever. We Stand on Guard is a story about what happens if the US and Canada go to war. Oh, really? In Canada? It's not Canada. a long story. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so let's talk about it. <laughs> what the hell was that, Joey? <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know. <laughs> I, I was on a big Satoshi Kone kick uh, mm. during quarantine. Um, I showed Joey, uh, Joey and uh, Emily, Perfect Blue, which I will oh, sit man. down and watch with anybody. <laughs> I love that movie. <laughs> Me and the Spaghetti's, we watched Paprika which is another one. I sat down and I watched his anime series, which I always forget the fucking name of. My brain wants to say Psychopath, but that's not it. What is the name? Paranoia Agent. Okay. <laughs> which was very cool. And also, like, I'm looking at it now and produced by Madhouse. If you're going to get anybody to produce your fucking anime, you get Madhouse. Because they're fucking really? gods. Who's Madhouse? Madhouse is up there as, like, there's a couple of animation studios that I find are really good at what they do. Madhouse's biggest claim to fame, I would say, is watching them go almost bankrupt making the movie Redline. Go look up just the, I think the first, like, five minutes of Redline is up on YouTube. You can just watch it. And keep in mind one key thing when you watch Redline. Every single frame and shape of it is hand-drawn. And you'll lose your goddamn shit. mind looking at it and go, this is impossible. Well, it nearly was because it nearly bankrupted the company. Really? <laughs> yeah, they went basically broke making it. But they said, no, we're going to do it our way and we want to do it like this. Honestly, it takes forever to make like those multiple frame animations but it's it's so worth it. It looks beautiful. I'll I'll raise you one Chris if you haven't seen it yet. I will definitely watch it with you. I know one of his other Satoshi Kon's good movies is uh, Tokyo Godfathers. I haven't. I haven't seen Millennium Actress or Tokyo mm, Godfathers. Okay. I've heard very good things about Tokyo Godfathers. Oh, you haven't seen it? I've never seen it. I've never seen any okay. of his pieces. I've seen clips and stuff, but I've never sat through oh any of his films. Oh my god, dude. I will watch <laughs> That's um so we have these little dis Discord movie nights sometimes. We watch the first Saw with uh, Ari, who I know you'll definitely see on this podcast. Um, what's it called? Yeah, we watched the first Saw because that's one of her favorite movies. The first Saw was great. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, it's so it's it's a good. had its amount of cheese, but it's definitely like such a cool premise. I I noticed um, something about myself where I really like movies that take place on like very few sets, mm-hmm. like like a very Twelve Angry Men kind of approach to uh, <laughs> like stories. Yeah. I li- I like that kind of stuff. So was, the Saw one was very interesting to me. But yeah, I I think the one I want to bring to one of the next ones when it's my turn to pick is Perfect Blue. So mm-hmm. yeah, you guys, if you haven't seen it, you definitely have to check in for that one piggybacking off i mean when we watch those the like perfect blue and all those if you haven't seen twin peaks i I definitely suggest checking it out a lot of people think of it as like oh yeah isn't that 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 old show or that weird show but like there's so much more to it yeah that was a good (laughs) show there's so much more to it a lot of influence uh, for alan wake is from twin peaks yeah So if you're a fan of that, you'll love Alan Wake. I, I watch every day. I wake up and I watch David Lynch give the weather report. <laughs> oh my God, I love that he does that. Golden rays so cool. of sunshine. Have a good day. I hope David Lynch is immortal. I just hope. <laughs> <laughs> That's the hey, one person I hope. <laughs> need a haircut. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, he's, he's the best. Yeah, yeah um, just a, a little story. When Joey came to visit about a month ago with his girlfriend, we were trying to get through all of season two and season three of Twin Peaks and then the movie. And we were trying to watch this one video by Twin Perfect, who I've seen before because they did some Silent Hill analysis. But their analysis of Twin Peaks was a four and a half hour long video, <laughs> which they also have an hour and a half long follow up. And then I two years. I believe another video too after that that I haven't seen yet. But oh my god, dude! Like if you've ever seen anything Twin Peaks or if you're interested, go watch that video. That is it. Like Joey, how would you describe it? It just the 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 Twin Perfect videos. Yeah, like it's like because it was I watched the series all the way through twice, but watching that was like taking an established idea and completely changing the way that you saw it, and it just made it so much deeper <laughs> the messages in the show every time i look at like one of those power towers when i'm driving <laughs> it's like oh man those owls man <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and they just recently did a video analyzing one of my favorite movies, um, Mulholland Drive. The same guy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, it's had a very... I I liked... I love that movie to death, and I feel like my understanding of it before I watched that video was so surface level compared to how deep he digs into this. It is amazing. I think the video itself is longer than the actual movie, but... <laughs> oh my god. It's, it's incredible. Yikes. I love that. Yeah, uh, that's another one I'd recommend to anybody uh, who has the patience because it's a very um, David Lynch stuff is very slow moving and stuff. But if you're into it, you're into it. Yeah, Mulholland Drive. That was the first David Lynch thing I ever saw. And uh, it's it's still my favorite, I think. Getting older, I feel like I'm enjoying slower paced shows and movies mm-hmm. at this point. Mm-hmm. Like because I, I mentioned Ridley Scott earlier. It's like taking that first Alien and then comparing it to like maybe Aliens 2 or something. It's like you have one director that does things super super slow compared to the guy that made like the terminator movies Mm -hmm. you know what i mean Mm -hmm. it's like two completely different ideas but it's just a different level of satisfaction that you get Mm. yeah Yeah, especially finding horror in mundane situations like yeah like the very simple like when you're a kid you're like wow like this lizard with 10 heads is like scary but now you're like oh walking down an alleyway and having like a confrontation with someone is way more realistic and way more (laughs) like Mm uh terrifying yeah terrifying it's scary what are some of the best horror movies what you know of it's like some top 
random ones that come to mind. There was this movie, like in early 2000s, they did a Boogeyman movie. They did another one that was, was The Darkness or something like that. It was about light and darkness in some coastal town, like some lady comes and attacks you in the dark. And then the last one is Dead Silence. And it's about the puppets that if you scream, the puppets kill you. So if you don't like puppets, like that movie is crazy. It's about this ventriloquist lady and her puppets. And if you see her, you can't scream. Otherwise, oh that's when they pounce and kill you. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. It's crazy. This is a movie? Like, plays on your fear. Yeah. What's it called? One more time? Dead Silence. Yeah. It was a good one. Um, that actually reminded me of one of the ones I have is a horror film called Oculus, Ooh. which is about a haunted mirror. And the entire oh, premise cool. is that this, what is it? A brother and sister have this haunted mirror that just affects the mental state of anyone that it comes into just overall contact with and is basically an area of effect on people. So <laughs> it ends up in their like home when they're growing up and it affects their mom and dad and they go eventually crazy. So then years later, they get the mirror back and they're like okay all we gotta do is defeat this thing and we can go so they set up this entire procedure and there's all these different rules about you gotta keep drinking water you gotta have house plants around to see if you're actually affecting it and it just plays with your mind and all this stuff like there's this great shot because you have to keep your energy and your food uh like just your metabolism up so there's one part where this character is <laughs> the spirit turns apple. you into a sim <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, yeah. you, you this character is eating an apple and they pull away and their hand is just covered in blood. And then they look at it and they go, no, I'm eating a light bulb that they've just made me think that it was an apple. <laughs> That's uh, sick. Um, yeah, that very, very like it's a bit of a um, later 2000s sort of in that it got sort of caught in amongst all those other ones that came out in that time but very well done. Um, mm. The other one that is not really a horror film, it's more of a gothic tale but I just love talking about it because I love the director so much is Crimson Peak. I will die yes! on that hill of promoting yes! Crimson Peak okay. to the end of time. Fuck yeah! Uh, Sounds familiar. Uh, yeah, it's one of Del Toro's movies yes! and it's the closest oh! thing to a horror film he's ever made. We saw that with Allie, Katie. Wait, yes, was that about the sister and the brother yep yep yeah and then, that, oh my god oh I love my god that, movie. that makes me when i think about it i feel so uncomfortable i feel <laughs> so uncomfortable which means it did its fucking yep. job as yep. a movie it worked yeah oh my god it makes yeah. me so uncomfortable yes that's a fantastic movie i love the the biggest things about that movie that i love are the sister's performance which mm -hmm. like you l watch a woman lose her fucking mind yeah. it's just like yeah. oh god get out now because it's not <laughs> worth it um and the set yeah. design i love that the house. set that house yeah. is so cool i'm adding that to my thing right now my movie list i gotta watch that again <laughs> yeah i'll rewatch it a good trippy movie because I, I i heard you say it before aaron mm. a good like mind fuck movie at least i think so is enter the void mm. i've and heard of that i think i have that on my list Probably. Yeah. it's It came out a couple years ago. It takes place in Tokyo, I think, and it deals with the premise of it's like a first person movie, but it's also it's first person, but it it's also like almost an out of body experience for the main character. And it deals with the premise of DMT and reincarnation. So it's like it's 
definitely a strange it the the movie is like a trip in a way you could say because they even have like the 15 minute dmt trip sequence and then like this stuff happens i don't want to ruin anything for i you. have heard of that yeah but it i i found it really really interesting to watch I'm trying to think if there's any other ones that come to mind has everyone seen old boy yeah oh the original God. of oh, course <laughs> i'm joking oh, that's why i didn't watch the new one no, I, I, I haven't seen it yet. I need to watch it. Oh, that's a good one. It's worth watching. Like, everybody knows the fucking hallway scene, but... <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's basically taught in, hey, here's how you shoot a fucking fight scene. Yeah. <laughs> Man, uh, a horror movie I could watch over and over again is literally just The Shining. Like The Shining is That good, is just... Yeah. It's a good movie. And it's so fun looking at all the conspiracy theories and, like, there's rooms that shouldn't exist and, like, with the layout of the building and the shots and stuff. Like, Kubrick seems like a terrible person, but, God, he's a good director. <laughs> I've never seen that. We should put that on the list. It's it's hard to watch the same horror movie over and over. In At least for me, it is. Same. I mean, certain characters, I'd be down for more and more. Like, if I'm looking for a good slasher, okay, you know, Freddy Krueger's good. Because it's like, that could go anywhere. You know what I mean? If they make it good. And that's why I wasn't a biggest fan of the reboot. Because it's like, you take this established character who could do anything and you make him so... They, like, watered him down, in my opinion. You know what I mean? Mm. It's like you're dealing mm. with dreams. You could fucking be in a tractor, do whatever. Yeah, I don't know why tractor, but whatever. Yeah, you get it. Other mm. than that, I really have been enjoying the Collector series, and I heard they're making a new one. Mm. A third one for 2021 or two. Mm-hmm. Wait, is, uh... I think Chris can answer this question. Is the Freddy Krueger movie is the one where they, like, in DVD, completely fucked up Quentin, his character. Yeah. Okay, like I don't even know who the fuck Quentin is. It's like if oh, in in Dead by dirty. Daylight it should be the chick from the first and third movie should be the survivor. It shouldn't be Quentin. If you're if you're listening to this, look up I don't know I don't know who Quentin Smith is. I don't know what movie he comes from, but look up Quentin Smith in Dead by Daylight and look at him from the whatever movie he's from. Why did they do that to that poor person? <laughs> he looks awful. Dude, I don't know. He lo- I Oh my god. I, I wasn't the biggest fan of Dead by Daylight taking the new movie, but I understand it. I, I have not seen a lot of uh, those classic slasher movies. I, oh, I, I just slashers, slashers are fun. Like, I just watched yeah. Hatchet for the first time today. Just because I'm tired of, like, watching Scream and Halloween and all those ones. I've seen them mm. too many times. Everybody's seen Cabin in the Woods, right? Cabin in the mm-hmm. Woods is a great movie. Final yeah. Girls That's is a, a great movie. If Cabin you've seen Woods. Final Girls. Oh, no, Final I've never Girls? seen that. No. F- the Final Girls is a parody of Friday the 13th. It's a horror movie, but it parodies Friday the 13th because they're inside of a movie parodying that. That's funny. Mm-hmm. All right, we have to end the podcast. <laughs> we have to end the podcast, right. and we'll we'll do another one soon. We have to end the podcast, though. Okay. 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 God. Okay. Are you okay? Like right now, or are we doing like yeah, a we have to end thing? It right like now. we're all gonna say two words. No, 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 no. <laughs> all right, Joey, I need you to calm down. We're end. All right. Um. Uh. You want to do a haiku? Uh, no, 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 no. Okay. See ya. <laughs>